Welcome back to Realty Bites, conversations on real estate and lifestyle. I'm your host, Evelyn Lopez, and today I wanted to talk to you about something that has happened to me quite a few times. And you may be asking what that is. Well, as a realtor, I am looking at properties on a consistent basis with home buyers. They may be first time home buyers, they may be seasoned home buyers, they may be investors. And there are definitely some things that a home buyer should keep in mind when looking at homes to ensure that they are making well-informed decisions. So today I wanted to talk to you about some of the factors and some of the list of items to keep in mind when out house hunting. break these down into a couple of different phases. So the first phase is actually the phase where you are contemplating, you're thinking about making that move. And so you finally do decide that yes, a move is a right thing for me and for my family. And so where do you start? I would say the first place you should start with is your financials. Find out exactly how much money you qualify for, work out those monthly payments and see if you feel comfortable with those payments. And if you do, the next step you should think about is to write down a list of what items or features the home has to have. What are the non-negotiable things that you need in your new house? and then write down a list of things that you would love to have, your dream items. So now you have a price point, you have those items that you have to get, you have those items that you would like to have in your home. And the next phase is to think about the location of where you would like to be. And that location may be something that you're trying to accomplish in terms of distance that you travel on a daily basis to work, or maybe it's a location where you're looking to get away from the hustle and bustle into maybe a more quieter, tranquil neighborhood. But you have to figure out what in terms of location is most important to you and your family. Other things to think about in terms of location is neighborhood safety. Check the crime rates and speak to neighbors if possible. Also, proximity to amenities. Do you want grocery stores, schools, parks, and shopping within a few minutes of your home? Or are you willing to travel a short distance or maybe even a great distance to have those amenities? Public transportation. Is it available? Is it convenient? And do you need it? And also look at location in terms of traffic and noise levels. Consider your tolerance for noise and for busy streets. Another thing that I also would recommend is if you are looking at a property and especially if there's vacant land surrounding that property, it's important to check into any planned or proposed future development or zoning changes for that parcel of land. Because if you're buying a property because of the location and because of it being close to open spaces, you wanna ensure that those open spaces are going to remain there. And if you're looking at a condo high rise, and you've got this beautiful view of some parks and maybe some escarpment views, you also want to make sure that there's no future development for a condo right in your view line that's going to wipe out 
that beautiful view that you fell in love with. So think about those things when you are considering the location of where you would like to be. Back to the financials, there are also some things that we need to consider. So is the home within your budget? Are the property taxes on the home something that you will be able to manage down the road? We do know that some communities have higher property taxes than others. So figure out what the property taxes are on that property and see if they're in line with your budget. If the property is a condo, you also want to look at what those condo fees are and what they include. Condo fees will go up over time, so keep that in mind as well. And weigh the balance of what the condo fees give you in terms of value and you know whether that is something that you would be able to keep up with in the future. Also, when you're looking at financials, consider the potential for the home's value to increase. I always say that you don't want to buy the biggest home on the block because if you're the type of person who likes to improve that home and because you may end up over improving the home for the neighborhood in which it lies. Conversely, you don't want to be the smallest home on the block necessarily because then you feel like everyone's bigger and better than me. I always say a safe bet is to buy somewhere within the middle of home prices and home sizes for that neighborhood. That way, whether you choose to improve your home or not, your investment is secure. When you're looking at the home itself, consider the condition of the home. What is the age of the property? Older homes may require more maintenance if they haven't been updated recently. Also check into things like the condition of the roof. What is the age of the roof? What is its visible condition? Can you see that the roof shingles are starting to separate or curl or are they layered one layer on top of another? When will the roof potentially need to be replaced? What is that cost going to be and does it fit in with your budget? Also look at the foundation of the home. Look for cracks, look for water pooling or any water seepage into the basement levels. Consider the plumbing and the electrical systems. Ensure that they're up to code and in good condition. And look at the appliances. So here in the Toronto GTA, in most cases when you're purchasing a home, the appliances become a chattel within the purchase price. So look at those appliances, look at the age and look at the condition. Is it something that you'll be able to live with for quite some time or are they on their last legs and you're gonna need to budget to replace them? Layout and size of the home is also another component that you should consider when looking for that perfect property. What is the square footage of the home and what more importantly is the layout of the home because sometimes you can get a house with a really large square footage but the layout is horrible and the room sizes are small and cramped and you may get another home that actually has a smaller square footage but it has a really functional floor plan and layout. And does that floor plan make sense for your lifestyle? In terms of the square footage, obviously if there's big discrepancies in the square footage, you want to consider whether the home and the square footage that that is offered is going to be enough space for your needs. Think of number of bedrooms and bathrooms. Are they suitable for your family size? And is there enough storage space in terms of closets, basement, garage spaces, or are you going to be so cramped and overwhelmed 
land within that space that it just doesn't make sense long term. In terms of spaces, also look at outdoor spaces. Look at the yard size, the deck, the patio. Are these areas that you're going to use and are they going to fit with your lifestyle and your needs? We also want to look at things like aesthetics. Is there natural light within the house? The amount of light that actually enters into the home. What is the view? What can you actually see from the windows? Do you have a nice view of maybe some trees and open space? Or are you looking into a million other backyards or onto a railway line or some other unsightly view? What are the interior finishes like? What are the quality of materials used for flooring, for countertops? What are the doors like? And are those finishes in good condition or are they very worn and most likely need to be replaced? And what about the flexibility of the space within the home? Can the space be easily modified or expanded or is it going to be an area that to open up would have great costs involved? And in terms of aesthetic, we also want to look at the curb appeal. How does the home look from the street? Is it inviting or is it something that makes you just cringe when you look at it? When we're thinking about aesthetics, I also recommend that when you are looking at pictures of the home online that it is better to look at those pictures on a larger screen rather than on your phone. Most of the pictures for homes online are done in HD so high definition and if you were to look at those pictures on a larger screen of a computer monitor you'll see little things that you might otherwise miss on that small phone screen. So try to look at it on a bigger screen. Look at things like countertops, the edges of doors, in bathrooms look at where the the tub and the tile meet, what does the grout look like. In the kitchens, look at the kickboards under the counters, look at the areas underneath the kitchen sinks, look at the edges of the cabinets, the cabinet handles, and see whether they are in good condition or whether they have been lovingly used and potentially need to be replaced. And then you want to think about an actual home inspection. I highly recommend to get a home inspection because it is one way that you can identify potential issues. A qualified home inspector is going to look at the structure of the home, the physical components of the home, the plumbing, the heating, the electrical systems. They're also going to look at safety issues and they'll point out things that you might not be aware of or may have not noticed that you know could influence whether this is a good home purchase or not. Also look at the history of the property. Have they had past issues like flooding or fires or infestations of any kind. The ownership papers. You also want to make sure that when you are taking title that the ownership has been clear and that there's no disputes with title. And you also want to look at the zoning of the property to ensure that it complies with the zoning bylaws. When you're writing up your offer to purchase a home, you also want to consider what's included and what's not included in the purchase price. So what's staying with the home and what do the homeowners want to take with them or remove from the property? Generally speaking, anything that is a fixture, so anything that is screwed in, drilled in, that's permanently stuck to the home. Things like heaters, like 
furnaces, like kitchen cabinets, like drapery rods, so they're screwed into the property, they stay, they're considered fixtures, unless the homeowner specifically excludes them. And so a common one that I often see is that dining room chandelier. So many times the homeowner will ask to have that excluded from the purchase price, and obviously you want to ensure that they're going to replace it with another light fixture of some kind. So determine what is included and what's excluded from that purchase and see how it's going to impact you moving forward. And then there's some miscellaneous things that we also want to consider when we are evaluating a home. So in terms of technology, you know, what is the internet speed in the area? Are there any smart home features that are included in the purchase price? Look at the community. What are the social aspects like? What are the neighborhood relations and neighbor relations? And are there community events and programs that you can get involved with with either yourself or with your kids? And if you have kids, what is the school district like? What is the reputation or the rating of the school? And the commute. What is the distance to work and other frequently visited places that you attend? How far is it to the baseball team that your kids are involved in? Or how far is it to maybe elderly parents that you go in and check on from time to time? And the utilities. What are the costs and the efficiencies of the utilities that come with the property? So think in terms of water, gas, and electricity. So what is the heating source of the home? And what are the costs to maintain that throughout the year? Because there will be fluctuations obviously from season to season and one of the things that you can do is you can ask the homeowner for their yearly costs of their utilities because you want to know what it is in summer and what it is in winter as well so these are some things that you should consider when you're evaluating your next home it's not an exhaustive list but it is a very comprehensive list and it really gives you a strong starting point for evaluating homes so hopefully that will help you and give you some insight as you move forward searching for that quote unquote perfect home happy house hunting and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of realty bites conversations on real estate and lifestyle